This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long live play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, and uh, unfortunately this week we will not be joined by Mr. Delvin Cox. It seems like every week one of us is missing because life finds a way. He is attending to a personal family matter, so Delvin got speed, and we will uh, see you on episode 50. Um, but I am joined by the platinum princess herself miss Haley nicole miller how are you today uh i am tired <laughs> <laughs> story uh, of my life at this point it seems i just got off work so yeah uh when you got the children you're always working and during covid the fact that they're always at home it's like always working it's yeah crazy. that's fair uh it, it's a holiday weekend so the grocery order showed up on oh, yeah. friday so uh it was my turn to put the grocery order away from the weekends. Fun, fun. Yeah. Is Labor Day like a big thing out there in Canada? Or That's, is it just like, eh? It's kind of the same thing as in the States, just the day before back oh, to school. All right. It's, oh. For us, it's the day before back to school. I know that you guys usually go back in August, but. Dude, this going back in August stuff is so weird because I definitely remember when I was in school it was always in september and yeah. it's always after labor day but now it's like they go back to beginning or middle of yeah. august it's like yeah. what is this nonsense well i've known my best friend for almost six years uh <laughs> and literally uh they used to go back to school in like first week of august and it was like what i don't go back for two weeks what are you what are you doing it's so weird yeah, yeah. i definitely like I started to realize it with my kids. Like, wait a minute. Why are y'all in school so early? Yeah. We didn't go back to school until September. And why are y'all getting out of school in May? We got out in June. What is this shit? Yeah, that's when we got out too. Yeah. uh, Times have definitely changed. The whole having a whole week for Thanksgiving and then two weeks for spring break. It's just like, what? What? (laughs) Fun times. Times. Yeah, times are a changing. So, anyways, what have you been playing this week? Uh, well, I'm actually going to bring up what I was playing last week because I completely blanked on it, but I figured it would also give people time to uh, to play it before I jump into what I've been playing this week. But uh, I played through and beat Control's Altered World Event DLC in one ah. sitting. I streamed it. Uh, I didn't do any of the side quests on stream i just did the the main story um which took me about three hours uh mainlining it um just fine because the side quests add to it and it all depends like i was fully leveled when i went into the game right so when i went into it um that dlc is fun um it definitely harks back to alan wake 
Uh, a lot of the mm-hmm. boss fights in that DLC require you to have a flashlight on hand um, and require you to like turn power on in darkened areas. It's it's great. And when it ends, it tells you exactly what Remedy's next game is going to be. And that's about all I can say without spoiling it. But anyone who's familiar with the lore of Control and of Alan Wake will know exactly what that ending means, uh, which is very exciting. Um, I have the whole thing up on my YouTube channel if anyone wants to go... um, watch it i'll post it in the discord because i can't for the life of me remember what my youtube channel is called because it's for me (laughs) it just shows up as my name right (laughs) (laughs) um and then this week um i jumped into avengers when it came out on early access right last week and then Mm -hmm. uh, i've just been playing it still and i beat the story which is really good uh there's some issues with the game but you know having having fun they fit like i said last week they fixed my issue with hulk he mm-hmm. he seems all right but i really won't play him that much because i'm just not into that character um yeah. sorry coach <laughs> 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 um cap and widow by far are the most fun to play uh kamala's up there as well but uh Cap and Widow are both like level 11 for me because uh, Tony Hawk came out on Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, which is wild to me. Like, instead that of coming out at midnight, crazy. it came out at 9 p.m. Um, originally, I was going to be at work that night, but uh, things happened. <laughs> um, so, jumped into that, and now I've been splitting my time between Avengers and Tony Hawk. I even jumped in to um, a play session with uh, Lucas, uh, Pat, Mark, and the guy, and myself uh, on Avengers the other night. Mm-hmm. And we played to like 2 a.m. Wow. Just doing missions for Mark because he couldn't play the game until Friday. So. Uh, okay so we played we played a bit of fall guys beforehand (laughs) as well because mark doesn't have a win so (laughs) i still have yet to even boot up fall guys like it's sitting there i had a couple of like of my wife's friends actually tell her about it who like barely game but kind of got into it and i was like yeah we have it we we could play it but i just eh, I, i don't really have a pull to to play it so yeah, I'm. I'm like a. One, I can play one game at a time. Like yeah. it's so hard for me to divide focus between games because then it's like, okay, I gotta remember the controllers for this game and what was I doing in the story. Like I just, I like diving all the way into something, finishing that, and moving on to the next game. So like right now, I'm just all Avengers all yeah. the time. Like, the, that's uh, the game that I'm enjoying. The fun thing is for me, starting next week, I have three games to split it between. Yeah, no. Because yeah, no. uh, Kingdom Kingdoms of Amalur comes out on Tuesday, and I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will play that one at some time down the road when there's probably like a lull. Uh, I really enjoyed that game yeah. way back when, and so I do. I definitely want to want to play just to see. I, I'm also know, very excited that there's a new the, expansion the coming for it. So, yeah, that'll be cool, but. I'll get to it eventually. There's there's other stuff that I definitely want to play before it. I mean, it's an older remake, so it's not like I haven't played it before. So yeah, 
it'll be cool to see what it looks like on this current gen and also on PC to see how far they take, you know, the, the remake, remaster, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be fun to check that out. And the, the game, again, was just a lot of fun. Loved the combat, loved the humor, loved the story. It was, it was, it was, it was really nice. So it'll be cool to get back to that one. But other than that, for me, it's just been Avengers. Haven't finished the story yet. I like doing all the side stuff. I try to complete as much of that stuff as I can before I get to the end of the campaign. So I'm just kind of done with all that and they can like fully jump in the end game. Um, really like what they're doing with the game. Enjoy the combat. I haven't unlocked Thor or Cap yet. Uh, just unlocked Black Widow. Um, she is a lot of fun to play with. I enjoy probably her and Kamala the most. Kamala's just, she's just, she just beats on things. She's so much fun to play because she's got so much range and she has so many yeah. knockbacks that it's easy to just chain attacks and keep people juggled and keep them in the air without them ever being able to block. Like once you break down a shield and launch them in the air, you can just repeatedly like whoop ass basically. Wid- Widow's- where you just kill them before they even hit down. Widow's good for that too if you grapple them first. Um, and then yeah. uh, you don't have cap yet, but you're pretty close if you just unlock Nat. Like I think there was maybe one or two missions in between before I unlocked Cap. Um, yeah. But uh, I will say, be careful on one of the story missions coming up because it doesn't really give you like a prompt at all for what it wants you to do. And I died like nine times literally just trying to figure out what the screen is doing um i won't spoil what you're doing i i don't follow prompts anyway i with this world it's like okay let's hit up and see where all the things are and let's go uh, oh no 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 no. i the only thing i will say is you have nowhere to go but follow the prompts that's literally it but the prompts move literally (laughs) everywhere so it you have to figure out where it wants you to go quickly or you will die and that's all i can say without spoiling it which i don't want to do eat for listeners or for you um uh cap is fun i'm not a big fan of thor i'll be honest his hammer feels great to throw but other than that his combat seems like it's gonna be a pain in the neck i've been waiting to get back to thor because i really enjoyed a little bit of time we did play with him because it feels like you can do so much hit somebody with the hammer let the hammer stay there whoop butt then pull it back to you like I enjoyed the little yeah. bit that we did play him, so I definitely want to get back to that. And I also enjoyed just Cap's brawler nature. Just mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. The only character that I really don't enjoy playing is Hulk. I I just yeah, he just moves too slow for me. Yeah. Like uh By the time I got to the final mission, it. which does the same thing the bridge mission does, it makes you play as all of them. Which, you mm-hmm. know. Um Hulk and Kamala were my lowest leveled characters. Uh, uh, Kamala so, is like way higher than everybody else for me right now. Like she's like level ten or eleven. Everybody's mm-hmm. like five or three. Uh, for me, I've got Widow at eleven, uh, Cap at eleven, uh, Iron Man is at eight, uh, Thor is at five, Hulk is at three, and Kamala is at eleven as well. As like she was low. I've been leveling her up, but um, I also don't care for Iron Man too much. His like, mo- I his, hate like his move set gets better. His move gets better once you like unlock lasers and rockets. Oh, I unlocked all that already. Like yeah. that's fine. It's the way he moves that I don't like. Like the fact that like for his run, it's like him hovering. Oh, him, just, yeah. And the flight, I just I don't really care for like just his movement. His move set is fine. Like when he's actually boots on the ground, like I can get with that. But the flight and just kind of the way he moves, I'm not a big fan of. 
Um, but I do like his moves. I do like the rockets. Uh, the lasers are pretty cool. Like he he has cool moves. I just wish he moved a little bit better, a little bit more fluid. Um, that's what I really love about Nat. The way she moves is just so fluid. Yeah, so come off like her. They her just feel very fluid. The way her they ultimate. Her ultimate is very good as well. Um, yeah, I love her ultimate. The when she like puts her batons together and just beats the mm-hmm. crap out of everybody, it's great. Yeah. Um, another fun touch I love is that uh, when she uses Veil of Shadows, other characters that are standing around her also become invisible. Um, yeah, I noticed that. It reminds me of the Destiny uh, Hunter smoke grenade. When you drop it down, you can get all your your teammates invisible yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say though is if you're far enough away from her when she activates it, the screen will start to gray out on you because you're not close to her. So it like distorts the colors even if you're not close to her. Which I was like, what is happening? And then the ability I saw it on the side there. Then it ended and the colors mm-hmm. went back to normal. And I was like, oh, well that's an odd choice. I have not come across that because I haven't played any <laughs> missions where I'm not where she's been around that I'm not her. Like I've been her since I've unlocked her yeah. so far. Like I haven't changed it. But yeah, I'm digging it. I'm excited to see what they do with like the expanded story when they start adding characters and stuff like that. I'm excited to see where it goes as far as the end game. Um, I know that there's like a whole extra gear set tier that you yeah. apparently don't unlock until you get to like level power level 130. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm looking forward to see where it goes and what all they end up doing with it I'm, in the future. Uh... I'm very excited for Kate to come. Um, again, that data mind list looks to be pretty accurate because Kate was on it. Uh, Captain Marvel's on it, and that's pretty obvious that she's going to show up because she's literally mentioned yep. in the first cutscene. Literally, mm-hmm. like, as soon as Kamala meets Cap, Cap's like, yep. oh, you're a big Captain Marvel fan, aren't you? <laughs> she's off planet yep. right now, but she would have loved to meet you. And it's like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. you confirmed that she's coming. Um, yeah, there was that, and also she had a video game in the arcade. I was like, oh, she's going to be in the game, then sweet. Yeah, um, and then, you know, uh, She-Hulk was datamined as well, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, uh, My Girl Quake, <laughs> which, again, yeah. that seems pretty obvious as well, that Quake will be in there. They've called her out twice, uh, both yep. in, like, mission titles and, sorry, not mission titles, but dialogue in missions, uh, going, is that an earthquake? literally like mm-hmm. two feet from you and, and then um literally dev found um in the first mission a reference to it which i won't spoil uh just don't do what i did and not pay attention <laughs> yeah i take my time going through all the levels just looking for stuff like i'd be looking at like the posters like um at the little a day shrine or whatnot i look at all the, the the pictures trying to see if there's any easter eggs or hints there yeah like i take my time like scouring through levels and stuff like, if I to find all the things, and eventually yeah. one day I'm going to read through all the collectibles that I've been finding. Yeah, I haven't read I any of those. Stuff. I've literally Neither. collected all, like, all of them I've seen, but I haven't read any of them. Um, yeah, me either. It's super fun. Uh, I didn't really talk much about Tony Hawk, but, like, there's not much to talk about. It's pretty much the same game as from, like, before, except they've added new movesets. The one thing I will say, though, is um, it's the first game I've seen add a face mask for customization and before the nintendo fans freak out uh i'm not counting uh and the animal crossing that came out earlier this year as adding a face Mm -hmm. mask because that was also in the one before it so like this is the first game recently that i've seen add like a face mask you can wear but the weird thing is is it doesn't show up under hats it shows up under beard options and character customized Mm -hmm. 
But you, you forget that Watch Dogs has the face mask. Both of them. Okay, but that's that's like a mandatory thing. You don't have the choice. Eh, whatever. You can customize them. You can get uh, different face masks. And also, they read it like the mall level is laid out the exact same, but instead of it being like an empty mall, now it's an abandoned mall, which is really cool. So, Yeah, I don't even remember that level at all, to be perfectly honest. It's been so long since I've played those games. Um and I mean, I'm glad for the, the nostalgia statement people who are really enjoying them. It seems like people are really digging these games, but I just don't have a desire to go back to that right now. Maybe later on down the line when they're on like sale or something, I might pick them up. But yeah, been there, done that. That's we great. all know I don't play. I, I typically don't go back to games, especially once I beat them. Like I probably won't play it. Like Ghost of Tsushima, as much as I love that game and want to see what it may look like on PS5, I doubt that I'll actually play it again. One and done for me. One and done. It's just how it is. Fair. I am but, uh, uh, yeah. on the topic of of that. Uh, I'm very curious to see if the new edition of Control that comes out on Thursday has a new trophy stack. Because if it does, I will <laughs> I will replatinum it. <laughs> Uh, the the actual season pass is on sale on PC, so I'm thinking about picking that up because I haven't played any of it. Uh, and there's still a bunch of side stuff I didn't finish. Yeah. So um, did you do 30, the 80 card? Oof, did, thinking about doing it. <laughs> did you do the mission uh, in the mirror? I maybe. You get my favorite outfit in the game for doing that mission. So oh, I never changed her outfit. She was wearing the same thing the entire game. So oh, wow, you know me. I don't do the cosmetic stuff. Like like even with like Avengers. Like I haven't changed any of the characters' costumes. I played all of Spider Man with his original costume because it just felt like it fit the game. And changing into any of them just it it just seems so, off. So, so I you, typically don't ever change them. When you say original costume, are you talking the one that gets destroyed in the fight with Kingpin or the one he makes after no. that? The one he makes after that. Okay. Yeah. So that was the only suit that I used the entire game because every time I changed him, it just was like, this just doesn't fit. Like, doesn't quite go. Why would he have this suit? So with the Avengers, I haven't changed any of their characters. So Kamala right now is in, like, the suit that she makes. Everybody else is in the original stuff that they have. Um, the only person that I'll probably change is the Hulk because he's all bruised and looking stupid. So There's apparently an explanation that. for that in collectibles, but I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah, they he explained it like Banner explained it like early in the game. Like yeah, he's he's depressed. He's he's dealing with the loss of Cap, and he because he was stuck as as Hulk for a long time um, until Kamala like came there. He had been like just stuck as the Hulk, so he had been getting beat up and bruised and just depressed. So that kind of is reflected in his outward appearance, why he has the beard and the shaggy hair and all that stuff. So. But um, he looks terrible. So I'd I'd like to I would like him. There is an outfit you will unlock for Hulk later in the game. Um, it's like one of the ones you unlock through story progression. Uh, that at Mm -hmm. least makes him look decent. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what I'll go for. But other than that, yeah, like in control, I never changed her outfit. So right now, I think once you finish it, her outfit changes automatically. I think she gets the the director suit or whatnot. Yeah. So that's what she's in. But I just never felt the need to change her appearance. Uh, favorite outfit in control is the asymmetric suit which you get for fighting uh well i won't spoil it it's it's an old enough game but i don't want to spoil it because it's very intriguing when you discover it uh essentially there's a mission with a mirror and once you fight whatever you fight in that mission you get the suit so 
I feel like I did something with the mirror. Maybe I did. I don't remember. <laughs> I was just looking for upgraded I powers. Will, uh, I didn't care about the suits. I will type it in the Give chat. me the powers. I, I, I will type it in the chat for you. I'm probably not going to remember even if I read it. <laughs> that was so long ago. I hardly remember yesterday, Ailey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't remember if I did that or not. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Again, I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> Too much going on in the world today. I da, forget da, most da, da, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so that's what we've been playing. Um, we've got more games coming on the horizon. I'm going to be in this Avengers for a while, probably yeah. honestly until Watch Dogs. To be perfectly oh, honest, I can't think oh, of anything else I'm so that I really want to play. I really want to see where they go with it. I want to see if it ties back into Watch Dogs uh, Two and Watch Dogs One, and how I, everything I progresses. Um, I mean, they're they're gonna have to in some in some way, shape, or form. I uh, I kind of really wanna want to see how this permadeath works. Like, if there's actual consequences to it, or if it's just like a passing mention. Hey, they're dead now. I feel like it'll be more like a hey, they're dead now. Like, because oh. it feels like none of the characters that there's no main character that we know of so it just kind of feels like everybody is in a way throwaway so you can build them up and try to keep them alive but if somebody dies you just go and recruit somebody else it feels like so it, i don't know it'll be very interesting to see how that whole mechanic works like is there somebody that feels like a main character or can you take one of these characters and kind of make them their main character and that becomes your narrative so it'll be really interesting to see how that all plays out Makes sense. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our one question that we got this week. Comes by way of Discord. Our boy, voiced by Nathan, uh, the Lord of the Empire, in, in absence right now. <laughs> he asks, what is the price that would make you say, hmm, maybe I'm going to have to save up a bit or wait on this PS5 and I get it day one? Do you have a price point in mind that you'd be like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do that? Uh... Anything that's six ninety nine before taxes. Yeah, for me it's it's four ninety nine. Like that's my price. If it's over that, I'll just wait. Like, I want to play Miles Morales really bad. I want to play like Godfall and some of these other games. But if it's anything over five hundred, I'm just like, ah, I can probably wait a bit longer. I mean, I I think um, it's pretty obvious it's going to be over five hundred here just because of conversion. But yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping we get that sweet digital 399, and the one with the disc 499 that to be like just glorious for me. That's what I'm hoping for. But if it's over 499 for like a digital version, there's just I'm just gonna wait. There's just not enough coming unless they unless they we get um some more announcements. We got like some really really great games coming like right away. Yeah, that I'm not necessarily pressed to to move especially with you know the the 3080 coming to pc like i'm going to be playing most of my third-party games on pc so watchdogs i'll be playing on pc valhalla if i get into that i'll play it on pc um cyberpunk i'll be playing on pc um other than multiplayer games where i have friends that are on console if it's not crossplay, i'll play i'll get those on playstation but other than that there's just I want a PlayStation 5. I'm going to get one, but 
there's not a whole lot right now that's saying I have to get this console. Like I, I most of the games that I'm going to be like diving into this fall are going to be third party games anyway. Yeah. So if I can play them in a better place on my PC and they're not multiplayer, I would probably just do them on PC. So we shall see that yeah. 499 is like where I'm like, yep, 500 is as far as I'm going to go right now. At this point, by the time this episode comes out, Sony has either announced their next state of play, which they need to do at some point, or we're still in the dark waiting. Um, yeah, but yeah, at this point, true. this is getting annoying because now it's having consequences. And uh, Josh posted in the Discord earlier that like, yeah, yeah, stuff's happening. I was going to talk about that towards the end, like when we get to like our discussion about what the heck is happening. Yeah, but yeah, like. They need to say something. The silence is is very loud. It's very strange. It's so hard to believe that we're in September and we haven't gotten a release date, a price, anything. We've just gotten for both for both. It's just fall. Yeah. Well, holiday twenty twenty. Holiday twenty twenty. Holiday and November because Xbox came out and said, "Hey, Xbox we're launching in November." November but. Sony's still holiday twenty twenty. But neither of these consoles have a price, and it's getting really yeah. annoying. It's so funny. Like I'm just not. I'm not annoyed by the price thing at all. I understand the annoyance, but it just, it just, it doesn't bother me. I've saved up what I've saved up for it, and if it's at that price point, great. If it's not, then I'll just wait. But it does kind of suck for people who are like really trying to budget and trying to make sure that they have the money um, set aside I, for it. And if you don't know what it is, it's really hard. I keep telling you, man, you just put the money in the mattress. You saw what Donnie did. Donnie just has a jar. He has a jar where the money is. So just put your money in a jar and forget about it. No, I have family that would not <laughs> No, You don't, they don't, they don't need to know. You don't need to know where, where it is. Put it in your side drawer, put it in your underwear drawer. Is your family going through your underwear? Probably not. So it's probably a safe place to put your money. Just saying. I would like, rather keep it in my bank, thanks. But this is just getting annoying. Give me the price and a date so I can go to EB and pay for it in full and not have to worry about it. Yep. Yeah, that's stupid. I told you, get you, a, get you a Visa gift card. You can't put credit on credit. I didn't. If you have cash and it's a Visa gift card, that works as a debit card or as cash, basically. So no, no. you can keep loading that up, and then boom, in, pay in, for it. Swipe pin. In in Canada, you can't pay for a pre-order with a Visa gift card. You can't put credit That's the on dumbest credit. Thing. So I couldn't pay with a credit card because it's just you, Visa. You, you can Visa. pay with a credit card, but you can't pay with a prepaid credit card, which is what a Visa gift card classifies as. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Canada sounds Welcome like a worse Canada. and worse place day by day. Every time we have an episode, Canada just makes me angry. <laughs> shenanigans Ugh. let the people use the visa credit cards people come on or you know get a, can you guys have venmo do you have like uh, i don't even know uh, what venmo is cash app anything like don't that don't know what that is i have paypal oh. but that doesn't work because we don't have paypal cards here so i've got a paypal card i've got a venmo card i've yeah, got a cash yeah. card there are also apps that you can use yeah Nope, oh, don't man. have any of that. <laughs> so limited, so limited. Yeah. Absolute shenanigans. Hey, we also don't have Hulu here, and everybody keeps saying how good Palm Springs is, and I want to watch it, but guess what? I can't watch Palm Springs because it's on Hulu exclusively, and it's not in Canada. Never 
even heard of it. It's a movie with Andy Samberg. Got you, nothing. You don't know who that is, do you? No, I don't. I do not. Uh, he was a member of the Lonely Island and is also Jake Peralta on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Never seen an episode of that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Let's get into this little bit of news we got here. So, what's, what's your first story? What, what what happened in the world of gaming? Uh, well, CD Projekt Red came out and was like, hey, we're going to take like five shots at 505 games here. Um, <laughs> uh, for anyone not getting that joke, uh, 505 games actually went and doubled down on the whole Control Ultimate Edition thing, which, ridiculous. Um, but CD Projekt Red came out earlier this week and was like, hey, The Witcher 3 is coming to next-gen consoles. And uh, it doesn't matter whether you have the complete edition, the game of the year edition, or the original version. Uh, all of them get free PS5 and Xbox One upgrade or Xbox Series X upgrades. So enjoy. And yeah. uh, and literally, they took shots at 505, and they're like article, which is just this is how you do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just come on, like. Like I, we're not entitled to free upgrades. I get that, but when everyone else is doing it, and then you turn around and see people doing it on games that are older than Control, I might add, and yeah. having no issue porting each of the versions—not just one, all three of them—because that game came out three mm -hmm. times and has three separate trophy stacks. Yeah, and each of those versions is literally just gonna get ported. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know where the heck they have the time to do this. Like, finish Cyberpunk. When when do you have time to up-res uh, actually, everything? As, as of the other three, day. Jeez. Like, as of the other day, uh, they are very close to sending off their final version of code. So, yeah. I do not think Cyberpunk yeah. is getting delayed. Uh, if anything gets yeah, no, delayed, if anything gets delayed this holiday season, it'll be Assassin's Creed. So. But yeah. I don't even think that's getting delayed either. So me either. I think everything is kind of good right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, geez, The Witcher Three, like, a, ugh, such a great game, and the fact that they're they're just like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and make it look even better. And if you already own it, you'll get the upgrade for free. Like yep. you know, some of these other companies that want to charge you forty bucks for an ultimate edition, or also, we're gonna charge you seventy bucks. To get the, the the newer version, oh, that uh, Call of Duty or that, NBA Two K. That Call of Duty thing is ridiculous, by the way, because it's seventy dollars for just the PS Five version, or if you want both versions, it's also seventy dollars, yeah. which is just it's stupid. Really strange. That's strange. But it, 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 we're in a weird, wild, yeah. wild west. As they, as they, I forgot who said that. I want to say it was Kevin. <laughs> we're just in the wild west here. People are doing whatever the hell they want. But I mean, yeah, I love the fact that The Witcher is doing it. And the fact that they're also bringing like the ray tracing and all the stuff to PC as well. Yeah. Like, that's also cool. Like, I was surprised that they were doing it for PC because you have all the modders out there doing stuff. But it is cool to see that they're like, yeah, we know people love this game. There are people who still haven't played this game. So we'll go ahead and release a PS5 version. And if you already own it, you get the upgrade for free. Like, this is, this is great. CD Projekt Red is just... They're all about taking care of their consumers and making sure that, you know, people enjoy their games and they take their time with their games. They're like, we're going to delay it for whatever. And most people are like, okay, 
we know you guys put out quality content. Delay as long as you want. We don't care. We'll be here whenever it releases. So hats off to you, CD Projekt Red. Continue doing what you do. So, yeah, I have this game on PS4 as well as PC. So mm -hmm. I will check out the upgraded versions when they come. Very, very exciting, exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Unlike stupid control. I just... I, I cannot understand why they wouldn't just be like oh you bought you know you basically bought this version already like you yeah. have the season pass you got the regular game we're just going to convert like i don't understand why yeah. they wouldn't do that like it's just so dumb i don't get it it's either oh so and also you you say 40 dollars uh here it'll probably be 53.99 because da 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 canada freaking canadia America's net. It, this kind of feels like I'm just doing that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia bit about Carol from HR. The Pepe I do not remember that. The Pepe Sylvia skit where they're working in the mailroom and Charlie's got all the papers taped up to the wall. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, great show. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I gotta rewatch that soon. I, I own, like, yeah. seasons 1 to 12 on YouTube, so. Yeah, I just watch it on. I think it's on FX now. Yeah, we don't get Maybe. that here. You know what we get here? I'm not surprised. You know what we get here? We get Netflix. Hmm. We get Amazon Prime. And we get Crave TV. But you know what doesn't have a PS4 app? Crave TV? Correct. All of the above? No, um. no, no. Netflix, Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime have a PS4 app. But... The reason I bring up Crave not having a PS4 app is because it has an Xbox One app, and it's really annoying. And I've been on there. You don't just get you a damn Roku <laughs> and call it a day. Hey, right. I, hey, I would have bought your your uh, one one X off you if you, if you, you wouldn't have wanted to pay that shipping price. <laughs> fair, but also UPS would have charged me a fee on top of that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like what happened, Donnie? When, you when, got like thirty-seven Roku. Send Haley a Roku. <laughs> Send it by carrier pigeon, so you don't have to pay the ridiculous <laughs> shipping tax. All right, just strap uh, it to a pigeon, send it out, and call it a day. All right. Oh man, <laughs> I don't even know what a Roku is. It's it's an awesome awesome little device that houses all the apps. It's great. I love it. All right, moving right along. So Delvin, he's not here, but he had a story that. He wanted to share and um marvel's avengers apparently was the most downloaded beta in playstation history yeah now i'm gonna throw an asterisk on that because the beta lasted like three different weekends so you had the yeah. people who pre-ordered then you had uh, a closed beta then you had the open beta for everybody so i mean it was a beta that lasted a long time and then eventually opened up for everyone to play. So I'm not surprised that it has these numbers, but I think that Avengers has gone through this really, really interesting loop. Um, people saw it when it was announced and were like, oh, this is this is ugly. What is this nonsense? It kind of fell off people's radar. People were kind of like, well, we'll see what happens. It kind of looks like a Destiny-ish games of service live game type thing. And people just were like, eh, eh, whatever. 
And then we got that first war table, and I think people were like, oh, okay, wait a minute. This actually looks pretty good. Yeah. And then you get the beta, and people are kind of playing like, eh, you know, it feels kind of weird. The combat is kind of, eh, the graphics are a little weird. Then you get the next weekend and the next weekend, and people are like coming around in the beta because they're actually making changes. And then it releases, and people are like, whoa, this is actually really good. Like, from a campaign standpoint, from a story standpoint, it's, it's really done this huge about-face. And I think that this is how you do a beta. Like, if you really want to get good feedback and actually take that feedback to make your game better while you can, the fact that you had a beta for this long and you open it up to this many people, it really allows you to get a certain amount of feedback that you normally wouldn't get. And the fact that they're really taking that feedback to heart and making changes in the game, I think, is is excellent and that's what turned into like this game launching and people actually really enjoying it like the campaign it, it's crazy like listen to another podcast they're like why didn't they show us this the beginning part in the beta i'm like because man you don't want to give away all the eggs in the basket yeah. like i love the fact that it became such a completely different experience playing the game from start instead of like what they gave us in the beta the beta was just to give you a taste for like how the game works and how it plays and just give you a taste and kind of see how it is and so they can take that feedback and they can see what's going on and make changes and then to be able to give you the true story of what what the game was it was just like oh man this is great this is absolutely great so hats off to to square enix for being able to release this hats off to them for being the most downloaded beta in playstation history i guess it was uh six million different players um all over like globally 27 million hours. <laughs> that crazy. is crazy. Yep. That's nuts. But uh way to go. We're still playing it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean it's funny, like all of the, the hubbub that was around like the 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 battle passes for each character where it's really only just cosmetics and it's not like in your face either. Like you have to go find the marketplace. Oh it's not like hey come spend your money like they're really not yeah. throwing it at you like that you know the, which i think is really cool the challenge cards are cool too but unless you're yeah. throwing money at them i can see where the grind is gonna be oh yeah they will definitely take a while to grind but i think with the fact that they have so much stuff in the game to actually grind mm-hmm. um i think it'll be a lot easier to actually complete those challenge cards without even thinking about it because there's actually a lot of like just grindable content in the game yeah and then we still have more stuff coming down the pipeline. So there'll be yeah, newer I'm stuff actually, for you to take on. I'm actually curious when Kate and Clint are going to launch because they're launching at the same yeah. time. Uh, I'm kind of wondering if it's going to be next month. We'll see. They haven't announced a, d- a date, but, you know. Uh, it says, actually, you know what? I take that back. It says we made in October. So, yeah. Next month. Yesterday, the latest war table presented revealed Kate Bishop as the game's first DLC character and will be made available in October. Heck so, yeah. yes. In a month, we get to uh, play as Miss Bishop. So, yeah, I'll be playing Avengers for quite some time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, they got something cool on their hands here. And if they can keep it up and keep giving us little content drips, it'll be a game that is not so much a live service game because you're not paying a subscription, you're not paying for DLC. It's just something that you can always just kind of go back to, you know, something that's mm-hmm. fun with your friends to play as well. So, uh, on your Squeenix. Quick question for you on that topic. Uh, when do you think we get the Black Panther reveal? Uh, now I'm not certain whether that was actually Black Panther or just like a Wakanda event type thing, 
But when do you think we get that reveal after what happened? I think it's definitely a Black Panther thing, and I think it'll be after, you know, Kate Bishop launches. I feel like it makes sense to to have Kate Bishop come, let her get her shine, and then maybe a week later or a couple weeks later say, hey, here's what's coming next. Like, you have to find a good rhythm and cadence to announce the characters while not taking away from what's already currently happening. So I think once she actually gets dropped and maybe a week after or two weeks after she gets dropped and we've kind of played that content, it's cool to tease out the next thing, which I'm assuming will be Black Panther just based on what they originally showed. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, good stuff. All right, so this last story, which I'm also going to kind of turn into like a bigger discussion, like our discussion of the week, is uh, Sony teased out like some initial or took, put out some devs' initial like thoughts on what they're calling two distinguishing PS5 console features. It's the speed of the uh, SSD, the ultra high speed SSD, and then also the immersion that's felt with the Tempest 3D audio engine. Um, they got some developers' thoughts on on what they're seeing from a couple of different places. Like, for example, the creative director, Brian Horton, over on, uh, at, for working on Miles Morales, he says, the beyond near instant loading and fast travel of the SSD and its speed allow us to quickly, uh, more quickly load and display more detailed assets. Um, it's a fundamental change that we can't wait to take more advantage of in the year to come. You've got... The developers over on Demon Souls who are saying we're already changing the way we think about the SSD. We see it not as just storage, but also memory, utilizing the speed of the SSD to load data at a blistering speeds. Um, then you've also got, let's see, just people talking about just the immersion that you get from also not just the SSD, but also the sound, the Tempest engine, how amazing it sounds, different things you can do with sound, the stuff from the controller, like just all of that. Like it, it, it's crazy. So you have like, um, they're working on the game Returnal that looks really, really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Harry Kruger says, 3D audio is exciting because it can create a more convincing and accurate soundscape for players and a stronger sense of place. In a fast-paced action game with lots of verticality like Returnal, it can also help with the player's situational awareness and make it more intuitive for players to pinpoint the locations of nearby enemies or incoming projectiles in the heat of combat. Also, uh, the game director over at Gorilla, um, he says, now with the PS5's console Tempest 3D Audio Tech, the sound engine will be able to play sounds in such a way that players will be able to locate the machines around them with greater ease, which is great for situations in which you find yourself surrounded or just want to sneak up on machines. I want to know how that's going to work with, say, these, because I don't know if these are 3D audio or not. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see how this tech plays out. Like, do you have to have... A headset that supports it does it just take advantage of typical surround sound how will it work with a sound bar people who aren't using headsets like you all know i'm big on headsets like i'm that's the only way i play i don't play with the sound bar i don't play with anything else other than a headset because just the immersion that you get from that like you said like being able to kind of place yourself in the game and have yeah. space and kind of know where things are is something that's so much better and so much like just done done well with the headset when you have a really really good headset it's just it's an experience that you just have to kind of experience to be able to understand like having good audio is amazing it changes the way the game feels changes the way the game plays being able to hear things behind you around you it it just is great and i'm just wondering like 
like you said, like, will it work with the Sony Gold? Like, we know that the Sony Gold headset is going to work with the PS5, oh, wait, but will wait. it work as well with the Tempest Audio? You when know? I when I point to these, I'm not talking beeps. You know, I'm talking about my. I'm talking about the Steel beeps. Series headset. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen that a lot of companies have, uh, like Astro, recently yeah, had to has come said out that, and like their like, headsets because there's no optical port on the back for mm-hmm. uh, audio. So. Yeah, so they they have an adapter and everything. They're like, yeah, our, our headsets will work. They're going to be future future proof. They will work with the new headsets, and we also are releasing newer versions of these headsets that'll also work with the PS Five and the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Um, it's funny people are really upset about like the optical port going away, but it's just it's. I mean, it's it went away on the point. slim version of the PS Four because nobody used it. It's on the Pro, but I don't yep. even use it. My headset plugs in via USB and it's fantastic. Yep. It gets surround sound yep. audio and uh, custom profiles that you set up on the PC. So, yep. Previously, before like HDMI was a really big thing, and you have ARC and stuff like that. Um, and high-speed HDMI, HDMI 2.0, yeah, optical was the way to go because it would isn't get you it, the best sound. But now, now, so what? Isn't the HDMI at 2.1 now? It will be at 2.1 on the PS5, but you don't have very many TVs or anything that actually take advantage of 2.1 at this point. But with that advanced, like that that bigger bandwidth that 2.1 offers, you can pump better audio, you can yeah. pump better visuals, you can pump better frame rates out. And yeah, optical just for there's a lot of headsets that use it because it's an easy way of separating out the sound to go directly into your headset. But at this point, it's just everything can use HDMI. So unless you have a sound bar that uses optical, even with that, you typically will take that optical from your television into the sound bar because everything else just travels via HDMI into either a receiver or into your television. Um, but I'm just wondering how big these features will be for, you know, the general person especially when it comes yeah. to the audio because if you don't have a headset can are you really going to even is it even a big selling point you know unless you have a headset i just don't know that you're going to be able to reap these benefits um and the ssd in both the xbox and the ps5 and even pcs now like developers are starting to be able to see that there's so many more things that are going to be using ssds and be able to take advantage of it like i noticed the world of warcraft shadowlands they uh their minimum recommended specs is an ssd at this point now so we're starting to see developers starting to take advantage of the fact that people have ssds so you're going to start getting games that perform at a much higher level because now the playing field across the board is changing from traditional spinning drives to solid state so i'm really excited to see what these companies do with the solid states and how much faster we can get them like being able to utilize it as memory so you can load so much more of the game so much more going on into the ssd and not just the ram it you can have infinite worlds so this is exciting yeah it makes sense yeah so ah just can we get a date yeah price can we get something like you mentioned earlier, Josh was like, yeah, see, I had money saved up, but then life happened, and now I have to use what I was going to have for my PS5. Had they announced pre-orders, he would have already been able to pre-order. Yeah. This is, so, at this point, Sony. this is slightly <laughs> concerning, because we're in September, um, and again, as much as the consumer who's interested doesn't need it, uh, investors and everybody else will want a marketing push. And 
we're coming up close here because there's only three days really that you'll launch a console in November. You'll either launch it on the yeah. 6th, the 13th, or the 20th. You won't launch it middle of the week. You won't launch it on a Tuesday. You'll launch it on an end of the week so everybody can get it. Like, yep. this is this is frustrating now at this point. It was... It's, it's bizarre. This game of cat and mouse needs to stop. And you can't it's just... It's so truly bizarre. You can't just drop it on a random Tuesday either anymore because that's getting annoying too. Yeah, I just gotta wonder, like Kevin was talking about on Prime, um, like... Normally at Best Buy, like when we worked at Best Buy, you can see the SKUs and find things and everything way before. So we would already have ordered like our product. We would have numbers. The SKU would be in the system by now. And it just makes me wonder, like, I think they're also about on the, on the Xbox Drive, on the Xbox Drive, on the Empire, about how if they're only working with a couple of different, you know, vendors, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Like you're only going to be able to pre-order at a couple of places and maybe the inventory is, is super constrained. I mean, it was really odd to see PlayStation be like, Hey, here's our lottery system. Here, here, here you go. Put in your email and get a chance to pre-order directly from us. So yeah. it just makes me wonder like exactly like what's going on or are, are we in trouble? Is there some kind of constraint on actually getting the product manufactured? Do you guys have enough? Like what's going on? And the fact that we have not gotten price or date from either of the companies is just, it's concerning. It's, it's worrying. And it almost feels like that Nintendo, like building so much hype on itself um, to where, you know, People are going to be waiting in line trying to scout yeah. these systems because are they that rare? And I, I just don't feel like going that's, through that uh, process again. That's also like Nintendo and its stupid forced scarcity thing on the Mario uh, mm -hmm. remaster. Yeah, man. Just the silence is so loud. It's yeah. just so strange. And that's, point. that's the thing, too. If they announce a state of play this week, it's probably not getting announced tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this yeah. on Sunday because tomorrow's a holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was the rumor about the, the PS5 pre-orders going live on September 9th. That's yeah. three days from now. Yeah. Like, I mean, that just seems... What are you going to announce that. that on Tuesday and have pre-orders go live on Wednesday? Yeah. It's weird, but I mean... It could be, but you would think that they would have announced that there'd be a state of play or some announcement coming already at this point. So it just, everything just seems so odd. So like that's September 9th day to me feels like dead in the water. Like there's no way that they're going to announce that on Tuesday without any kind of lead up to that. Well, and then I mean, next day pre-orders are live. And, unless they announce a state of play for later in the week. Cause remember Ubisoft forward is on uh, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they announce a state of play for Friday. Yeah, maybe. I just I want to know at this yeah. point. Like, I just want to know a date. Like, say something. Like, just say something. So we're not everybody's not out here just like, mm, what are we gonna do? Like, it's really pushing me even more into like doubling down on getting the thirty eighty because I'm just I've got so much excitement for all this stuff happening in the fall, and I just want to buy something. So and also that's part of the like, reason why I'm just like I'm ready to get the 3080. I know it's coming. I know it's a thing. It's got a price and a release date. So yeah, Nvidia came out, announced all this stuff, had prices on it, and was like, "Here's the release date." Yep, September 17th, 6.99. Here you go. <laughs> so, ugh. 
Just give us something. Does your computer even give have, us a state of play? Does your computer even have a high enough PSU to run the thirty eighty? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got an eight fifty in here. So okay. I've got plenty of right. I've got plenty of power to spare. Right. We're, we're good. This what? is why Delvin is not here as well, because he would not understand what I just asked. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. It's so uh, funny, like all the memes about how big the GPU is. I'm like, if you think that's a big GPU, you really haven't seen any GPUs because that's typical. Like, you get some of these aftermarket three blower cards and they're huge. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, also. Come on, Sony. Also, shout out to the Twitch like awards that had a PS5 in the background, but it just turned out to be cake. <laughs> I didn't even see that. That was funny. Like, everyone was like, oh, they're showing the PS5 on Twitch right now. And then someone cut into it, and everyone's like, oh, come on. Is it cake? <laughs> God. That joke still oh, gets made man. on the radio at work. It's like, uh That's funny. I would I would go for some cake right now. Cake would be bomb. I have cake in the fridge, actually. Cake seems like it's a good a, thing to have for dinner at this point. Some McCain cake, but it's, it's cake. I don't even know what that means. What's a McCain cake? It's it's one of those cakes you can buy at like a grocery store that comes frozen. You defrost it and you eat it. Oh. Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds it's very good. delicious. It's a uh, double chocolate. Oh, it's good stuff right there. Yeah. All right. Well. That's going to do it for episode 49, a little bit shorter show today. There's just not a whole lot going on in the world of PlayStation news right now because they refuse to say anything. Oh, uh, there was so. the one thing that came out this week um, before we go. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2 has overtaken uh, other games as the most finished game not platinumed yeah. not completed just finished, just finished which is astounding considering that game's late yeah but i mean it drives you like that's yeah. the one thing i can say about last of us love it or hate it like it drives you to finish it because the story is just so compelling like you want to see what the hell happens i uh, i liked that chris uh from mttg was like Oh, there's permadeath mode now. I want to play it through as uh, I want to play it through so that I can get to Abby and just permadeath kill her and watch her not have to, <laughs> watch her have no respawn. Uh, shenanigans. Uh, oh man, but yeah. So next week will be episode fifty, the milestone. We will have something special. Looking at bringing on the original PSXP crew along with us just to discuss all things PlayStation and reminisce on the good times of this show. So look forward to that. Um, Delvin hopefully will not have a life crisis, <laughs> nor will I, <laughs> nor will Haley, and we can actually get the whole crew here. Uh, if I suddenly have a life a crisis, I'm going to be pretty mad because I haven't missed an episode of this show yet. Yeah, we got to keep your streak alive. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that'll do it for 49. Um, just give us a holler over at PlayStation XP on the Twitter. Stop by our blog at psvg.blog. Join us on our, our Discord. Um, take a look at our Patreon, patreon.com slash psvg. We've got tons of content. We just had a new show announced. Um, 
Uh, it's live for patron members right now. It's a decade of horror. It's Donnie's baby. Him, Lucas, and Josh are going through tons of horror movies. They're going through, I believe, just an entire decade. Episode one dropped for our Patreon today. Um, it'll be live for everyone later on. I'm not sure exactly when or if he's uh, just going to do like the whole run. Next, uh, next Saturday. There you go, next Saturday. But um, he loves his horror. So does Josh. And Lucas loves movies. Um, so it's going to be an amazing, amazing ride. You guys should definitely check it out if you like our content here. And we just want to give a special thank you to all of our producers. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone Silver Bone, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calico, Michael Massey, Grouchy Surge, and Nick Fall Harbor. Thank you guys for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. Um, with that in mind, let the people know where they can find you and what you're up to, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel, uh, streaming occasionally, although I kind of have more free time now, thanks to what happened on Thursday. So, maybe I'll stream stuff. Uh, I might even stream some Tony Hawk this week. Uh, that one may not go up on my YouTube channel. I'm just putting that out there because of the copyrighted music. Oh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> unless I'm talking like the entire video, that video is getting claimed. Um, not that I can monetize my channel, anyways. But um, uh, I might stream some Kingdoms of Amalur as well. Um, very excited nice, to get nice. back into that. Um, gotta play as that elf girl. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, in any game where you can be an elf, I am always an elf, except Skyrim because those faces look ugly yeah those were terrible yeah <sighs> you need mods to make the elf faces look good in that game um <laughs> but, it's so sad because they have so many good looking elves like how did you mess that up like how do you mess up elves yeah shenanigans yep um and that's about it really um that's all i got this week Josh Hope. And you can find me at Dat Ninja Dev everywhere except for PlayStation, where I'm Dat Ninja Dev 2 because I am too lazy to change my name. I mean, come on, it's free, man. You could do it. It is, but eh, it's not worth it. What's the likelihood that we'll Dat, What's the likelihood that Dat Ninja Dev is also already taken on <laughs> Oh, it's not. It's not. I I've checked. I just haven't made the switch over because eh. For what? We're good. We'll leave the two. It's who I am. Okay. <laughs> and with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.